Blog Talk Radio. Stonecrest Campus and Atlanta, 
campus, all right? So this is a sports show, so let's go ahead and talk about the rundown tonight. What is, oh, Lord, I should have, oh, I should have got that. Money, 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 money. The NFL and the NBA, they just giving it out, okay? Boy, that was, oh, I guess it would have had to have been a boy too, though. Okay, never mind. But Jalen Brown hits pay dirt. Justin Herbert hits pay dirt. The Giants, for Saquon, he didn't get it. But the Giants, they signed their man. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know it's Wednesday night. It's a jam-packed show for you again tonight. So we will go ahead and jump into our uh, first break. I'm not going to lie to you, y'all. The breaks tonight are just uh, some of my favorite songs. I'll get into it a little bit later, but, yeah. <laughs> Y'all almost didn't have any music for tonight. But, yeah, so no rhyme, no reason, just of uh, my go-tos whenever, you know. They will never let me down when I hear them on the radio. So, disclaimer, you probably have heard them. Maybe, I don't know, it hasn't been recently, though. Let's hope. But uh, these are definitely some of TJ's favorites. Okay. So, like I said, we'll go ahead, jump into the first break, and then on the outside of that, we'll bring in the ladies and the first man of the biggest contract in history. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this with the ladies. We'll talk about it right after the break. It's LL Sports 2 with DJ.
Oh, my darling, darling. Y'all my darling, darling. Yes, you are. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Oh, yes. Little old Jays for you there. Okay. Full disclaimer, we're now live on Facebook. Shout out to everybody tuning in on the show. Everybody, make sure you share the show. Share the show. And I'm putting out a, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, a request. That's really what it is. It's, it's just a request. Everybody, tell a friend, tell a friend to um, follow me on TikTok at LLSports2TJ, okay? Numbers. We are trying to do numbers. Y'all saw all those layoffs and everything. We still haven't had a chance to talk about it, so hopefully we'll get that get to that tonight. But all the layoffs on the um, the major media outlets and networks, well, why depend on them to employ us when we can do what we do not uh, better than anybody can do it? We could do it on our own, but we need what the support. Yes. So you let the world know that you like what's go- you like what is going on on Wednesday night. So share the show. Follow me on TikTok, and let's let the world know that they need to be tuning in also to the ladies love sports, too. All right? So follow me on TikTok at LLSports2TJ, and share the show on Facebook, Tina D. Jackson. Now, I've uh, stalled long enough. So the music breaks tonight. I almost forgot to upload them, y'all. Y'all almost didn't get any music. So when <laughs> I saw I didn't have any music, I said, oh, no. Guess what? I just got to go to my favorite. So if y'all have heard the songs recently, I apologize. But uh, hopefully it's still some feel-good music for you. Okay. So with all that, let's go ahead and bring in the ladies that help make up this wonderful show. Let me get them on in here. Get it on in here. Oh, yes. It's the triple threat tonight. It's Janelle and Aunt Lou and TJ. Ladies. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Hello, everyone. Everybody out on Facebook land. Thank you so much for tuning in. I see my I see my auntie Karen in the house. I see Aunt Lou on the sideline. Aunt Lou's doing double duty. Okay, y'all. Uh, full disclaimer again. I got a new phone, right? So if it falls, it'll come back up. <laughs> Just give me the disclaimer now, because it looks a little sensitive. Silverado Kev, what's going on? I see you in the house, and I assume I, I'm going to be on the show. All right, but um, post your information there on the on the feed, KF, for your show. Real Talk, 49ers Talk. They are uh, talk everything, 49ers. My auntie Kim in the house. You know, Chi Town is always representing for your girl. And I don't need she needs no introduction, explanation. Denise Green, you know, top contributor on the timeline. All right, everybody. So I'm just going to try to be careful here. I'm going to uh, try not to touch the screen because, I, like I said, I'm getting acclimated, got a new phone, y'all, so y'all just bear with me. But, ladies, how y'all doing tonight? I feel like I'm all over the place. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, on a serious Janelle, you, you doing good tonight? Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I felt like you were... Um... You've been extremely busy today because you didn't send out a reminder like you usually do. I didn't do that. See, I told you, I forgot, I forgot the music and I forgot the reminder. I, yeah, it's, it's been a busy day. <laughs> Y'all charge it to my head and not my heart. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all. Shout out, what's going on with 
picture. I see y'all in the house tonight. Okay. Uh, but first, uh, on, a, on a serious note, ooh, I want to talk about um, the uh, scare situation with Bronny James, LeBron James' oldest son. Um, the, uh, yeah, oldest, eldest, uh, which politically correct. Uh, but he suffered cardiac arrest Monday um, at uh, U.S. Um, they were having practices ahead of their uh, soon-to-be. They're going abroad to play um, in, a, in some tournaments. Um, Greece, uh, I have the information here, but um, USC Athletics, uh, fortunately, you know, they were on the scene, um, got him to the hospital. Uh, he was in ICU for a short bit of time, now is in stable condition. Um, the family nor the hospital have released any statements as of today. But um, everything, uh, but they did release a statement um, on yesterday. Uh, but again, uh, according to, uh, let me see, the James family spokesperson, um, they said on yesterday, quote, yesterday while practicing, Bronnie James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronnie and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in ICU. We ask for respect and privacy for the James family, and we will update media when there is more information, end quote. So, again, uh, nothing released today, so that's good news. Uh, but it's usually normal um, when there is a cardiac arrest situation for the patient to remain in the hospital for a few days as they run tests, you know, to see what the possible issue is. Um, Los Angeles Fire Department, they also confirmed to a spokesperson that uh, they responded to a medical emergency involving an adult male at 9.26 a.m. on Monday. Um, as we know, uh, just as, uh, as, a, as a reminder, cardiac arrest happens when the heart suddenly and unexpectedly stops beating. So it's very different from a heart attack when arteries are clogged and, and so forth. I um, also wanted to mention um, this is not the first time this has happened to a USC student, though. Uh, Center Vincent Iwachukwu, um, uh, he was one of the top incoming freshmen in college basketball last season. He suffered cardiac arrest on July 1st of 2022. Uh, he was hospitalized for a few days, but he did return to play uh, this January. All right. So, um, like I said, no new information. So I always say no news is good news. But, um, ladies, just your thoughts when you heard the news and um, just your overall thought. Uh, and Luke, we'll have you kick that off. Uh, I, yeah, I read that. Uh, I was a little saddened for LeBron because he's such a young kid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I didn't. I was. I said a prayer for him, though. I was, you know, because he's so young. And thank you for explaining the the uh, the heart attack as opposed to a cardiac arrest. Hmm. That was a great great explanation. But uh, yeah, the, I'm I'm just you know praying that everything works out. Yeah. Definitely. Um, as I mentioned uh, earlier, real quick, Janelle, um, USC, they are practicing because they are in preparation to have matchups in Athens and Makonos, Greece, and Dubrovnik, uh, Croatia. So the, the kids are traveling to Croatia and to Greece uh, for some upcoming tournaments uh, USC will be participating in. Um, Janelle, your thoughts? Um, it's, it's definitely a sad situation and scary 
because you never know. Um, the one thing about cardiac arrest is it's a lot different to determine um, what the cause is because it could be yeah. electrical, it could be, you know, a, a number of different things that could be causing it. So mm-hmm. it, it's definitely scary, and it immediately made me think about um, when Shaq's son went through um, his yeah. whole ordeal. It's just it's so scary that these young kids are, are developing these issues like this. And yeah. it just makes me wonder, what is it that um, they're doing differently now that they weren't doing before? You know, because I immediately thought about the fact that, you know, when you um, – when you, I remember a couple years back there was a um, basketball player. They were actually practicing outside, and he ended up having cardiac arrest because it was too hot out there for them to be practicing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, it's a it, it's a number of different things, but it always makes me think: what is going on? What is being done differently now than before? Because we're seeing this more and more often. You are. So right, Janelle, and that was my thing. It's like, what is it? Is it the, um, is it like sup? Is it the supplements? Is it the, um, you know, like the, I don't want to say the juices, but whatever it is that they're intaking, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, promotion on, you know, these um, health drinks or these health supplements or these. Uh, the certain foods, you know, or organic foods and stuff like that, that the athletes are really trying to to better, you know, better their bodies, keep themselves in better shape. Um, now, you know, you have the LeBron James of the world who have the hyperbolic chambers that they sleep in and stuff like that. But we're talking about young kids here, um, 17, 18, and as Janelle just mentioned, um, Shaq's son, his, his eldest son, uh, went through heart issues, um, a few years ago, as I mentioned, another USC student uh, a year ago experiencing cardiac arrest. Uh, now we know the situation with Demar Hamlin uh, last year during during the season. Now his was a bit different because his was something that is like one in a million chances of happening, where your heart is just hit at the exact moment of the heartbeat, and that causes it to stop. So little different circumstance, but still all the same, very scary situation because we're dealing, of course, with the heart. Um, so, But I'm with you, Janelle. It's like, what is it that is going on? Um, or is it genetic? Is it genetic? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just very hear the breaking news and you hear a cardiac arrest. You know, unfortunately, the first thing you're thinking, like, oh, my God, you know, is he here? Is he gone? Um, so, again, for him to be only in ICU for a short amount of time, doctors and everyone says that that's a very good sign. Uh, but, again, just in stable condition as of now, no news uh, being reported since yesterday. So I always say, again, no news is good news. But um, just a scary situation, and let's just make sure we keep all of them um, you can only imagine uh, LeBron James, you know, his eldest son, um, basically like his heir or pair. Um, and we all know uh, LeBron James' goal, you know, his his goal is to stay in, to stay in the league long enough to be able to play basketball, professional basketball with his son. So, man, um, you can only imagine, you know, what's going through that man's uh, thoughts. So uh, let's just make sure we keep them in our prayers. Um, any more comments on that that story there, ladies? 
Yes, I think that they need to, uh, you know, even when they check him out and he comes, you know, he 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 come out, you know, with a good bill of health, that they still need to monitor him and just, you know, and uh, always be cautious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can best believe. I'm sure he'll probably have round-the-clock uh like nurses or, or somebody, you know, keeping an eye on him. Um, but, you know, that just, that's a lot. That's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, especially, you know, his, his goal is to play in the NBA. Um, you know, God forbid if they find something that might prohibit him from doing that. So, again, we just we just have to sit and wait. Um, so let's just pray for for. Um, a complete bill of health, you know, that he'll he'll be he'll be fine and he can still go out and pursue his dreams of being an NBA, um, NBA athlete. All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to us tonight. Hit us up on the timeline. Everybody make sure you share the show. Share the show. And also follow me on TikTok. L L Sports Two. C J. C Green, I see you. Lawrence Jackson, that's my daddy in the house. I don't know if you're in the room, but hey grandmother, I don't know if you're there too. Glad to know, Reginald Johnson. Everybody, shout out to you. Seven so. All right, some more basketball news here. The Boston Celtics, it, it, in the words of um, Dead President, in that sit, uh, that scene where they had the money, when they stole the money from the bank, and the man said, money to burn. Can't say it like him. But my goodness, Jalen Brown, mind you, he's a superstar. Now, he's, but is he a superstar? I guess so, because he got the super max deal, the richest deal in NBA history. Brace yourself, people. Brace yourself. $303.7 million. That is what Jalen Brown received. Um, Five-year super max extension worth up to $303.7 million. This brother is expected to make around $64 million a year. Just some highlights here. Brown still exceeds two-time MVP Nikola Jokic's $276 million extension with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they have, that was an increase based on the rise in salary cap, so we know that the NBA has money, as we can see. Um, Brown, who's 26, he took a physical on Monday in Boston to solidify the deal. He became eligible for the five-year Supermax extension with the Celtics upon earning second-team All-NBA honors in the 22-23 season. We all know that uh, Brown's teammate, Jason Tatum, he will be eligible for the Supermax extension next season. And uh, like I said, this constitutes uh, the largest uh, contract in NBA history, but Brown makes up half of the uh, one of the most productive duos in the NBA right now. Again, Jalen Jalen um, Brown and Jason Tatum for the Celtics. Now Brown averaged a career best 26.6 points and 49% shooting last season. Um, he's set to make 31.8 in his last season of his contract, so this this year. Now he is slated to make. 52.3 when the contract kicks in during the 24-25 season and ultimately 69.1 million in 2028-29. Now that's the final year of the deal. Um, he's not eligible for a no trade clause though because he did sign the extension. Uh, and Brown and Tatum, they combined for 56.7 points per game last season. That's the fourth most by a duo since the 76 
1977 merger. Um, ladies, I'm just going to open up the floor to you and your thoughts, your overall thoughts. Janelle, you're up first. Um, kudos to him. Congratulations. Uh, uh, I just personally don't feel like he's worth that money. I am not taking anything away from how phenomenal he is at a ball as a ball player, but I'm kind of sick of looking at the amount of money that these ball players are getting. When personally, I feel like uh, football players should be paid more. Their yeah. job is more dangerous. They put themselves on the line more. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I know that the season for basketball players is is longer, but I, I just don't I don't agree with it. Uh, and I definitely don't agree with you paying somebody almost a quarter of a – hold on, that is a quarter. No, almost a um, – it is. It's over a quarter of a billion dollars yeah. for, for playing basketball. Uh, no, I, I, no, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get it. That's it. That's the, it's lunacy. Um, not, and it's not just going on in the sport of basketball, it's going on in soccer too, because he gets yeah. almost a billion dollars to play soccer. I mean, this is just, it, the amount of money that these, these sports figures are being paid is just ridiculous. I just don't agree with it, period. But get yours if that's what if they willing to give it to you then get yours. So congratulations to him. But no, I don't I don't see him being worth that. Hmm. Hey Lou, your thought? That's a lot of money. <laughs> like I said, if they could pay all of us and, and other people with that money. Is he worth it? No, I don't think so. But maybe they figure they can get a championship, but others or other sportscasters are saying that they need to get more than one with that type of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, I think that's ridiculous. Like Janelle said, they they spend too much money on these athletes. Not saying that they're not worth millions. They are worth millions, but $304 million, come on, people. You know, that could be, uh, what, six contracts? Easily seven or eight. It could be even ten contracts for people. Think about it. It's a, it's a and then they they giving all this money to one person. What about the other people on the team? I mean, you yes. you're gonna keep doing this and run out of money paying other to pay other people. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, in all honesty, you know, it's only a select few that's going to have that big of a payday and then everybody else is probably just going to be on league minimum and now league minimum I think is what two or three million whereas it used to be in the hundred thousand the first thing I thought when I heard this what in the world are they going to give Jason Tatum then because we know that Jalen Brown is the is the robin to this Batman so if Jalen is getting 304 million what are they planning on giving Jason Tatum I can't even think about Jalen Brown anymore well, his contract, his contract is is up next summer, so we won't yeah. know until then with him. Exactly, but I'm saying if you're giving Jalen Brown three, almost three hundred and four million, and we know that Jason Tatum is a, is the premier player on the Boston Celtics, what are they? Are we talking four? Are we going to be in the four hundred? Are we going to be in the high three? I mean, what what is their 
plan for Jason Tatum. That was the first thing that came to mind. And it can't be you're giving Jalen 304, so you're going to give Jason 310. No. In, in all honesty, I mean, it needs to be a substantial difference. Even though the two of them together make the, the dynamic duo, but Tatum is clearly the best player on that team. So what is he going to get? That was my first thought. Then I'm with you ladies. Jalen Brown, 304, I mean, 303.7, but almost $304 million for a Supermax contract. That means he's getting paid more than Kevin Durant. He's getting paid more than Steph Curry. He's getting paid more than LeBron James. Giannis Antetokounmpo, do you see where I'm going here? If there's anybody in the league that's worth that much, I'm with you, ladies. That's a lot. Um, and to your point, Janelle, you know, we always say that football players get the raw end of the deal. Now, football players, they need to band together with that NFLPA, but I just don't really know how – you know, how much can they really get done for what they are really worth? Um, I think they have gotten a lot better with their guaranteed money in the foot, in, uh, in the NFL. I'm sorry. Um, because, again, in basketball, they sign on the dotted line. They are getting every single penny of that money. In football, only that guaranteed money is literally that guaranteed so, again, we know with NFL, at least the guaranteed money is more substantial than it has been in the past, but those overall contracts are a little uh, self-imposed, if you want to say that. Uh, but, again, with basketball, that's their money. Um, now, of course, like I said, they do play longer seasons, but then you got to realize, too, there's less players on the team. you got to think about a 53-man roster plus, um, uh, what is it, um, squad, the the other squad, um, I'm trying to blank. What's the other squad, Janelle? Practice squad, yeah. Uh, so you got the 53-man roster plus the practice squad with football, whereas you just have the 11 people on the team for basketball. So the numbers just... Yeah, but these owners ain't getting less money. They, You're right. They, it's, not like the, it's not like the owners can't come out their pocket because they get, they're getting banked. Let's be clear on that. You're right. These teams ain't worth no billion dollars here and there for nothing. These owners are being paid. They need to spread the wealth. You're right. You're right. And you're talking about the NFL now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree. I'm just trying to find a, you know, playing devil's advocate here. But uh, but you're right. Uh, but, again, $304 million, That's a lot. That is a lot for Jalen Brown. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> now the question is asked, um, not if, but how many championships will Boston win? I, I think that, do you they agree, better, They better hop to it. They're, they're, they're selling out that kind of money. So they, these, play, these players better hop to it. If they had a gay that could step, I wouldn't have been mad. He's already shown that he can win championships. Boston ain't done nothing yet. And you shelling out that kind of money? Come on, dude. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> they must be sitting on a lot of money, Boston, to be able to shell that out. Because that's the number two man. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, I cannot wait to see the exorbitant amount of money that Jason Tatum is about to make. 
because it's coming. I'm just the question I have: Will it be in the three or the four? Four hundred, three hundred or four hundred? That's the question I'm asking right now. And next year we shall see, because he is up for his supermax next year. Um, also for Tatum and Brown, um, they both scored 30 points in 10 games. That's a feat that only Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant have accomplished in the past 30 seasons. So, yeah, um, that's a lot. That's a lot. But, again, I tip my hat to you, Jalen Brown. And you got it from Boston. He didn't have to go anywhere else to get it. So uh, they're both in their prime, young, you know, young thoroughbreds there. So um, it should be fun to see Boston in the coming years. But uh, I don't think it should be if Boston wins, but how many championships are they expecting because that's a lot of money. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Brian Angel, thank you so much. And please tell me, am I saying you're pronouncing your name right? Okay, please, thank you. Share the show, everybody. Share the show. All right, y'all. So let's go ahead and move to the gridiron because there's a lot of news for us to talk about in football, y'all. Everybody has now reported to camp. Everybody is there. Um, this was a, uh, a a big story I was going to talk about, but right now I'm just going to give y'all the little facts here, and, and then we can we can keep it moving. But I um, did want to say, so the NFL owners they did approve the sale of the Washington Commanders. Um, the team sold for six point oh five billion dollars. Um, the Harris Group, they paid, like I said, $6.05 billion, a record sum for a North American sports franchise. Snyder, uh, who had owned the majority of the commanders since 1999, and his family became the sole owners after he bought uh, out his limited partners two years ago. So John Snyder, he was the, the uh, premier owner of the commanders for the past two seasons, but we all know how uh, dysfunctional that, that team had become. According to Roger Goodell, he says in a statement, I quote, congratulations to Josh Harris and I'm sorry, Josh Harris and his impressive group of partners. Josh will be a great addition to the NFL. He has a remarkable record in business, sports, and in his communities. The diverse group that Josh has put together is outstanding for its business acumen and strong Washington ties, and we welcome them to the NFL as well. Another uh, reason why I really wanted to touch on this is because, yes, Magic Johnson is a part of the Harris group. So whether it's indirectly, um, you know, it's not a a total um, ownership for Magic, but we do have at least um, a black owner partly in the NFL um, Harris and Snyder, they entered into an exclusive agreement May 12th, but the NFL Finance Committee, according to Indianapolis coach owner Jim Ursay, wanted Harris to adjust his offer to get in compliance with NFL guidelines. Get this, Harris could not carry more than $1.1 billion in debt, and the committee wanted him to have more equity in the purchase. Uh, the primary owner, this is part of the guidelines for owning an NFL um, franchise, the primary owner must put up 30% of the sum of the cost of the um, sale. Okay. But, again, they didn't want the owner to be carrying more than $1.1 billion in debt. Um, and as I mentioned, the Harris Group includes NBA Hall of Famer Magic Johnson and billionaire Mitchell Rails. Um, 
who also, like Harris, is from Maryland. There are 20 limited partners in the Harris Group under the NFL limit of 25, and each partner had to be vetted for financial and security reasons. Uh, Matthew Johnson, he said, I quote, this is truly the biggest achievement in my business career and a historic moment for the entire black community. Talk about God's perfect timing. This was the right organization for me to be a part of, given its global appeal, history of winning, and the diverse fan base and DMV community. I am honored and ecstatic to be a co-owner of the Commander's franchise, end quote. So, um, um, can, can I just mention one thing? Yeah. Um, although, yes, yes, um, Magic Johnson is a, a, a partial owner. He's not the first because Melody Hobson and uh, Condoleezza Rice are also um, minority owners for the Denver Broncos. Well, he's not the first. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, my bad. And so are uh, Venus and Serena Williams, too, I believe. They're part right, of exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Oh, wow. Well, Matt, I think he's the first black man then. Okay, I'll give you that. But yeah. what I'm waiting for is a is a, a first uh, primary owner. That's what I'm waiting yeah. for, some primary ownership. Exactly. I want to see the Michael Jordan of NFL. I want to see a, a, yes. a black man owning uh, an actual outright uh, an NFL franchise. So that is true. Um, Harris, he also owns, I'm sorry, he's also, yeah, owns the NBA's uh, Philadelphia 76ers and Hockey League New Jersey Devils. So they're part of the ownership of that as well. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll save mine. But um, any other comments about um, the sale of the Washington Commanders, Janelle? Oh, no, I'm glad they finally got it done because I know after that whole debacle that happened with the previous owner that they've been working trying to get somebody to to um, to to purchase it. So I'm glad that they finally got it done so we can work on trying to make the commanders a better team. And they really just need to come up with another name because I just can't take that name. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They can, they can do better. Um, and look, they can. Any, <laughs> Lou, any thoughts? Uh, that's that's a good thing uh, that we have uh, someone and you know some black people and uh, managing. So that's a good thing. Well, like like J- Janelle said, we need to see more. You know, partial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snyder purchased back in 99 uh he bought it for 800 million and like i said it sold for six six billion that's uh pretty and <clears throat> correct me if i'm wrong but doesn't that money go to, to snyder yes ma'am yeah, that's what i thought so you he gets rewarded for having uh, the one of the worst there you go in the, in the exactly yes exactly yeah, yeah so uh Kind of makes you wonder the, if only, was, the only way he on. has to share that money is if he has, you know how sometimes these guys will do um, little side deals where they have, um, they may have to borrow an additional, you know, a, hundred, a million here, a hundred million there, whatever, where they the percentages are so small in the ownership that they don't even bother to mention it. That's the only way he has to share that money. If he has any of that going on, but other than that, that money goes to him. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it makes me kind of wonder if he was holding on to the team so tight because he was just trying to up his uh, his payday. I don't know because he was 
his heels were dug in on not selling uh, the Washington, you know, Redskins at the time and now Commanders. But finally they were able to, you know, push him out. But, uh, yeah, six, over $6 billion for having not, if not the worst, one of the worst franchises in NFL history. And not even with the product on the team, just everything that was going on behind the scenes. So uh, he's going to have to give some of it back to the NFL. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, but wow. But again, shout out to the Washington Commanders, and let's just hope that now they can move in the right direction, uh, becoming known for more than uh, sexual harassment, um, stealing, uh, not paying their uh, NFL, you know, paying the league according to what, what they should have been paying and, and all of that stuff. So hopefully this will be a new a turning point for the Washington Commanders, all right? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, ladies. So you know what? I think we're going to put a little quick pin in it. I'm going to jump to a quick break because I don't want to get into a good conversation, and then we have to um, uh, go to break. So going to go to a quick break, and then on the outside of this, whoo, payday in the NFL, and we were just talking about quarterback tiers last week. Oh, yes, you already know we have a jam-packed show ahead for you. But right now, it is roll call time. Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am, I'm in the house. Hey, Lou, what say you? I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a triple threat in the house tonight, y'all. Hey, Lou, Janelle, T-Bates. We'll be back right after the break.
it's no secret, ladies love sports too with PJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. A little Al Wilson for you there showing tell. One of my all-time favorites. Yes, indeed. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I don't know why I love that song so much, either. The beat, that's what it is. Anyway, let's get to it, ladies. Oh, hold on. Let me bring in the ladies. I'm just sitting up here talking to them, and they ain't even brought them on the microphone. Listen to Al Wilson. Okay, do I have my triple threat in the house? Yes, you do. Yes, all right, all right. All right, ladies. So they didn't get it done before the, uh, you know, the deadline, but looks like the Giants and Saquon Barkley have come to a meeting of the minds. Saquon Barkley um, still, I want to say basically his franchise tag is just a couple of uh, – Hundred thousand, a little bit more in incentives, but they did agree to a one-year deal worth up to eleven million dollars. We know that the uh, franchise tag was ten point one million. So again, um, and, he, and he does get a two million dollars signing bonus. So again, uh, Barkley reporting to camp um, with a one-year deal. Uh, I'm gonna hold my thoughts. Um, hey, Lou, your thoughts on Saquon Barkley? I'm sorry. I'm glad that it happened, and they, you know, settling. I mean, making some kind of progress. Okay, Janelle, your thoughts? I, I have a lot of thoughts about this situation. Um, I, I'm glad that um, that they were able to get it done because I would have hated to have seen um, the Giants lose him. Um, because he is that team. He is truly an asset. And, you know, over this past week I've heard so many people talking about how you can win a game without um, without a running back. And these clearly are people who have never watched a football game because it is impossible to win a game without a running back, period. Um, I know that there are certain teams like the Chiefs that are trying to uh, steer away from um that element of the game, but I, I can promise you that the, you cannot win a game without a running back, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he got the raw end of the stick, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't um, I don't like the fact that he, you know, he, he was so worried about being the good guy and his image, and which I appreciate because it's, it's nothing like having people be able to depend on you for your work. But and him being the bigger guy in this situation, he got screwed. You know, yep. he signed another deal, put himself um, on the line yet again. You know, he didn't request, which he should have. I'm really upset that he didn't request to have that franchise uh, uh, tag waived for next year because you know that they're not going to take care of him. They're, you know, they're they're worried about what's going on right now. But you know, this is a whole nother year that he's putting more wear and tear on his body. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen. Whether he's even going to make it through the entire season without getting hurt. But mm-hmm. they're going to look at him as a used commodity when it comes time for them to sign him again next year, and he's going to get screwed even further. And then on top of that, the thing that really is bugging me about this is the amount of money that they paid him because he should have been, at this point in his career, 
I personally, I'm, this is my opinion, I personally believe that he is the best running back in the league. He should be making more money than Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, and he's not, and I'm upset about that. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like he, he honest and truly got the raw end of the deal with this whole situation. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2 or hit us up on the timeline, give us your thoughts on the Giants and Barkley uh, coming to a meeting of the minds, because I think that's all it was. I don't believe this was a, an agreement. It's just a meeting of the minds. JB, I see you after. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. And JB, I got to get with you. Uh, the Dallas trip. So I need, we, we need to talk. Um, I am in total agreement with you, Janelle. Saquon Barkley comes out on the short end of this stick. But you know what it makes me think? Because, again, total agreement. If, they not, if they're not willing to pay you this season, why are they going to pay you next season? And right. if they not revoke the um, ability to not franchise tag him, that lets you know that the direction that the team will go next year to franchise tag exactly. Saquon Barkley. So that leads me to believe this. Is it Saquon Barkley's position that, okay, I'm going to play on this one-year deal. I'm going to I – I had a phenomenal season last year. This year, they might have to consider me for MVP because that's the type of season I'm going after this year, barring any type of injury. But let's just say that it is Saquon Barkley's intention to go out there and show them – the the caliber team, or caliber player that he is, and his plan is to walk because he will be a free agent. So regardless of what happens, Saquon Barkley will not be a New York Giant. In his mind, he's already made that up. What are your thoughts to that, Janelle? If that's the case, then kudos to him. Um, mm-hmm. Do what you can to get the money that you want, but my problem with that is, we're still looking at an entire year that he has to survive. Now, yeah. granted, I know that last year he had a phenomenal year. I was so happy to see that because we haven't seen that Saquon Barkley since when he started in the league. So I, I was excited to see that, and I'm 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 happy for him if he thinks that he can sustain himself for that long. But he has to realize that the running back position is the the one position in the league that goes out the quickest. So mm-hmm. even though even if he is in that situation where he feels like okay I'm gonna do my best to do everything I can to to get MVP his next contract is not gonna be a five or six year deal like everybody else is getting because of the position that he holds. True, that's true. He may not get the years, but you know maybe there'll be a team that'll be willing to. And I, I believe it was fourteen fourteen or fifteen million that he was seeking. Um, per year. So let's just say if he can walk away maybe with 13 and a half, maybe he'd be happy with that, or, you know, at least maybe the 14. I, I, and, again, we know that the running backs, they get the short end of the stick regardless of teams. That's just the position that is 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 looked over or, or disrespected. I mean, that's, that's the best word to say, disrespected. Um, but who knows? You know, who knows, if he can put up another, uh, you know, I I can't remember who said it last week, but, you know, they were saying that maybe the Giants were waiting to see if he could do back-to-back seasons. Well, if if that is what the Giants are trying to do, shame on them. 
because Saquon has given them so much more uh, throughout his four, four or five years being um, on that team, even when he was hurt. His leadership, you can't put a price on that. So um, I don't know. I, and I'm just, you know, just speculating here. I have no idea what's in, what's in his mind. And who knows? Saquon Barkley may make this deal, and throughout the season he may have some, and I'm saying this in quotes, unknown injuries that keeps him out of the lineup. That could be his, his well. So we'll just have to see how this year plays out for Saquon. But, again, he is the one on the wrong end of the stick. And then, to make matters worse and add salt to the wound, the Giants come out today <laughs> paying their offensive tackle, Andrew yes. Thomas, record extension, five-year, $117.5 million. And it includes an offensive line record, $67 million fully guaranteed. Now, I know that the offensive line, uh, what they have to go through up against these defensive ends, these linebackers, um, each and every week, that is literally a car wreck every single play. But, my goodness, come on, Giants. I mean, the, the day after, not even, it wasn't even 12 hours later, you go and give your offensive tackle a, a record-breaking deal, I, I don't know. Thoughts, ladies, whoever wants to jump in there. Good. That, that for me, was the ultimate sign of disrespect because it show, it's showing him exactly where their minds are at, exactly yeah. what they're, you know, where they're willing to put their money. That was not cool at all. Uh, hey, Luke, you want to chime in on that? Totally agree with Janelle on that one. I, I mean, Janelle, I, I don't know. <laughs> Is it the contract itself? Because that wasn't going to change. Or was it the timing? Which one? Which one's worse? You know what? Honestly, I, for me, I, you you can't even pick one because they both just trifling. <laughs> I, I, it's like. Dude, you you give me minimal and then turn around in my face and then, I, I'm, girl, both of them is just utter disrespect. Seriously, yeah. that is just unbelievable. Yeah. Shout out to you, Angie. I see you in the house, Frederick. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show. I mean, cause think about it. The the contract was probably going to get done regardless. So if you right. give it. At the start of the season, say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and ink the deal, but we're not gonna release it till uh, after training camp. Maybe to let you know, let the, the let it die down, or if you just go ahead like they did, just rip off the bandaid. And just, I don't know which is worse. I really don't. Uh, but I just think the timing of it. Maybe they could have just waited at least a week. <laughs> I don't know. Now, you think, what do y'all think? Go ahead, Janelle. I mean, I'm just saying something. Don't just do it right there, right away. Just something. Give me, give me three days. Give me five days. Give me something. But just don't, don't smack me in my face like that. That is not cool. Yeah, that that's a lot, Giant. That's a lot. Um, and I'm not trying to be funny, but it, when you look at the production of of the one, the one over the other. I mean, come on now. I, with these people, I just yeah, yeah. There's no I, loyalty. 
I mean, it, it takes the offensive line to open up the holes to come through. Uh, you know, it, it takes the offensive line to give the quarterback, you know, the time he needs to develop the play. But, my goodness, my goodness, Giants, the next day, I mean, the sun didn't even, it wasn't even sunset barely, and then we get the news about the, the contract extension. So, I don't know. But I, I just hope that Saquon has a has a end, end game here that hopefully he can try to come out on top. But we'll see. One thing, though, I am hoping for a healthy season for Saquon Barkley. And, uh, Definitely. Definitely. You know, we'll have to see how the, how the New York football giants fare this 2023 season. All right. Now, somebody else. We talked about Jalen Brown getting the, getting the bag in the NBA. Well, for the NFL, Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh, ladies, I cannot wait to talk about this one. Quarterback Justin Herbert agrees to a contract extension. For now, he will be the highest, highest. Five-year, $262.5 million deal. This includes 133.7, fully guaranteed, with the ability to jump to an 18.7. So right now it is firmly 133.7, fully guaranteed, but he has the potential to have $218.7 million in fully guaranteed money. Um, also, no trade clause. Now, he becomes the highest-paid player on an annual salary. His annual salary will be $52.5 million, and that is uh, the highest paid in, in, in NFL history. This will now keep Herbert signed through the 2029 season. Okay, ladies, we just had the conversation last week about the tiers and the, the uh, polls, about who, what quarterback is where. And um, in that one poll, it said that he was top five quarterback. Okay, and then in the tiers, he was what in the second tier. I believe that's what it was. Let me try to go back. Try to see where was he? Yes, he was in tier two. So now Justin Herbert is the highest paid. We'll have to see for how long, but right now, highest in average per year. He's number one, fifty-two point five total, two hundred sixty-two. Lamar Jackson is second. He makes $52 million a year. Jalen Hurts, third, $51 million a year. Aaron Rodgers, $50 million a year. Russell Wilson, $49 million. Kyler Murray, $46.1. Deshaun comes in seventh now at 46. And rounding out the top eight is now Patrick Mahomes. He makes the least amount annual, this is per year annual, and he comes in at 45. But he also had a 10-year deal, whereas everybody else has a five-year deal except for Aaron Rodgers, who had three. I know that's okay. Hard. Now I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes off of this list only because he specifically said that he was not looking to get more money. He's out for championships and rings. He wants to save the money to be able to keep people on the team. That came out of his mind. That's correct. So I'm not looking at I'm not looking at that, but I'm going I am gonna say this. Um, I don't think that he's worth that, but I don't think that they're paying for his talent right now. I think they're paying for what he's gonna become in the future. Correct. Correct. And that's generally what the contract is expressing. We expect you 
to play into this this money, basically. We expect you to be worth this money that we're about to pay you, i.e. the fully guaranteed money and the five-year or whatever year extensions that the player gets. So you're totally, I totally agree with you with that, Janelle. And in, in thinking that way, I have no problem with them thinking that because I do believe Justin Herbert is elite talent. He is fun to watch, and, and he can chunk that ball. I did that country with y'all. Yes, I did. He can throw the oh, ball. Yeah, he, 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 he's definitely going to become something fantastic in this league. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a talent that, that we can look forward to for the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, hey, Lou, any, any thoughts uh, real quick on, you know, just the contract overall for Justin Herbert? $52 million a year oh, now? I agree with y'all. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad. And we all know how in the NFL it's always next man up. <laughs> so the question now is for how long is he going to be the highest paid? Because we know Joe Burrow is, is quick on his heels. Now, uh, real quick, I want to go over, um, as I said, Justin Herbert now becomes the top highest paid player annually. But he still does not, he did not have the highest, um, guaranteed money. So with that, it's still Deshaun Watson at $230 million guaranteed because, remember, his whole contract was guaranteed. Then Justin comes in second with 193 potential um, .7 guaranteed. Kyler Murray has 189.5. What have you done for me lately, Kyler Murray? Uh, guaranteed money. Lamar Jackson comes in fourth at 185 million, and Jalen Hurts rounds out the top five quarterbacks for guaranteed money at 179.3. So, again, Deshaun Watson is winning in his contract. Um, Which they are uh, the Browns. Not that the Browns don't already look like fools. But they are definitely going to look like blazing idiots if Deshaun Watson does not produce this year. <laughs> not blazing idiots. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And I meant that. I know. Because I, I how feel- do you? That's just like that's just like uh, Denver paying um, paying Russell. Uh, what okay. Russell and not seeing him. Throw the ball. Come on now. You don't get somebody that kind of money until they show you that they're getting ready to give you what you're paying for. Well, but Janelle, we just said it. It's not about what you've done for me lately. It's what you're going no, to do. No, no. Oh. It's a difference. It's a difference. <laughs> Justin Herbert is a young boy. He is a young quarterback. These uh-huh. other dudes is old as dirt compared to some of these young quarterbacks that are just getting in the league. You know, <laughs> look how long, look how long, uh, Russell been in the in the doggone league. How long he played with Seattle? And you pay him that kind of money without even seeing him produce for you? Come on, come yeah. on now, TJ. Going on the uh, you, you know better. And he, you know, he he was he was he was very productive in Seattle until the last probably definitely the last season, but last couple seasons. But then, really, the focal point was the defense. I think that's what people fail to realize for the Seattle Seahawks. It was the Legion of Boom. That's what made that, that injury run. And Marshawn Lynch. Russell Wilson, he was basically just, you know, he was good now. Don't get me wrong. But um, but I agree with you. Denver had no business giving him that amount of money before he even threw a, a football in a, in a game. They should have waited until this season. And maybe he would have had a better season last year. But with Deshaun Watson, though, 
that one, I'm a little, I'm 50-50 on that one because we know why we haven't seen Deshaun Watson because of all the off-field stuff. But before he left Houston, oh, he was $230 million worth of talent. Play if you want to. And Houston, Texas shouldn't have, should have given him that money back then. I think that was part of the problem. They were trying to get rid of him, and Deshaun knew it. But uh, but Deshaun Watson, so he has less wear and tear. He might be older, but he still has less wear and tear because he's been out the league, you know, for all that time. And then trying to get the rust off of him last year. So I expect, I said it last week, I expect the Cleveland Browns to be a formidable, formidable opponent this year. I really do. I would be surprised if for him. I would be shocked. We got to see. Yeah. That's that's the good thing about time. It's gonna tell. So, um forty four more days. We gonna see. Forty three, forty three days, y'all. What? Whew, I think that's why I'm so tongue tied. I'm just so excited, y'all. So excited. Have to calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So now, what I wanted to talk about, uh, get, keeping in the quarterback uh, realm here. Let's talk about the division, and I want, ladies, I want to get your opinion on um, who is the best quarterback in the division, okay? Uh, There's only three that I want, uh, that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm focusing on here. So let's start, we're going to start with the AFC, okay? Okay, we, yep. are we, you said we're going to start with the AFC, we're going AFC East, North, South, what are we doing? Are we just mm-hmm. going? We're just doing these three. These three divisions, because I think these three have the most formidable, uh, the most talent, and I think the majority of the uh, in these tiers too, and in top five. Okay. So just three, just these three divisions. So I'm gonna start with the AFC East, and they're all in the AFC, by the way. Uh, just to go ahead. It's the East, the West, and the North. So that's what we're gonna what we're gonna debate. Okay. So we're gonna start out with the AFC East. So we have Tua in Miami, Josh Allen. And with the Bills, Mac Jones, the Patriots, and Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets. Out of that division, who is the best quarterback of the AFC East? You want to take your time? I'll give you about a minute. But again, Tua, Dolphins, Josh Allen, the Bills, Patriots, Mac Jones, and Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets. Who is okay, the best so let's. Let me let me get some clarification before I answer this question. Okay. Are we looking at last year's production or overall production? We are looking at heading into the season, whatever you want to base it on. But I say we base it on overall. Because last year was kind of bad for some and kind of disappointing. But I, I'm gonna, we're going to put overall. So just an o- okay, the overall so, the heading into this season, who's the so best? I'm going right? to tell you right now, in that division, Jones is last. Yes, indeed. Jones probably ain't even on the list. But we've got to put right. him in there. He, 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 yeah, so he, he, he's definitely going to be last in that division. Mm-hmm. Where I'm having a toss-up is trying to fluctuate to a – and Allen. Okay. Because when Tua is on, he is on. Mm. 
But Josh Allen has the potential to stand up and take care of business when he's pissed off. When he makes a mistake, he comes back and he gives it to you. So I'm just, I'm struggling with those two. But I've been watching some videos that a friend of mine has um, has been uh, sending, putting out, and Aaron Rodgers is looking good right now. Wait. Aaron Rodgers is looking like the Aaron Rodgers of old, and I'm scared for that division. They better watch out because I think he has a chip on his shoulder, and I think mm-hmm. he has something to prove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that division is definitely going to be fun to watch. And yeah. let's just be clear, the AFC period, the AFC has the best quarterbacks right now in the league. That's true. That's true. And that's why we're about to go over for eight, 12 of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put, I'm going to have to put right, for right now, I'm going to have to put Aaron Rodgers on top. Josh Allen and Tua, it's a toss-up between who's second and third. But Jones is definitely last. Yes, definitely. And if I could put him last in the entire AFC conference, then I could do that too. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Hey, Lou, who do you think is the top quarterback coming out of the AFC East right now? Or heading into By far. Say that again? Aaron Rodgers by far. Okay. All right. Uh, shout out to Ernest. I see in the house. Todd, thank you so much for tuning in. And Sincere Carter, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Um, this one was tough because I do agree with y'all with Aaron Rodgers uh, because I agree he also has uh, – it looks like he has something to prove. And if you're going into the season knowing that everybody said that the New York Jets were a quarterback away last year from being, uh, you know, basically competitive and, and going to the next level, and you are that quarterback that they bring bring in, that's pressure that I think he is uh, taking on his shoulders with a smile. So uh, I do say watch out for Aaron. Josh Allen, uh, I'm, I'm with you, Janelle. Josh Allen creates a lot of fires, but then he could put out that he creates. If he would just calm down sometimes, he, he yes. makes it harder on himself. But, you know, he'll, he'll start, the, start the fire, but then he knows how to put it out. He's, he's a bad boy. He is, oh, my goodness. The only thing that worries me about Josh Allen is he's too willing to throw his body around. He will go for the, over the, you know, jump over the pile to get the one yard for the touchdown. He'll um, go out of bounds trying to get those extra five yards and be flipped like a helicopter landing out of bounds. That's the only thing that bothers me with Josh Allen. He, he, he's too, too willing to put his body on the line, and he's too important to that team to keep doing that. Tua is just his health. But we saw with, with a uh, Jalen uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill, Tua is that man. We all thought that Tyreek yeah. Hill was crazy when he was saying that Tua was on the level of a Patrick Mahomes, how he could get the ball down to him. Yeah, we thought that Tyreek was focused on him. He might be, but he was telling the truth about Tua because Tua showed, he, he showed and proved last year when he was healthy. So for me, it's between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. I, I, I'm going to have to – it's a tie for me right now because I know what Aaron Rodgers can be, and I've seen what Josh Allen is um, in that division. So uh, it, it, it's a tie for me, 1A and 1B. It's real, real close. And then Tua, and then, like we said, Matt Jones, he's really mystery relevant. 
All right, now let's move to the West, the AFC West. We got the Raiders, Garoppolo, Broncos, Wilson, Russell Wilson, Chargers, Justin Herbert, and, of course, the almighty Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you already know Patrick Mahomes is on top. He's on top of that entire conference. He's on top of AFC, period. But um, I'm definitely going to have to put the uh, put, put the Chargers right, uh, right behind him in this division because I don't know what's going on with Russell, but he wasn't showing too much of anything. Now, if uh, Jimmy... If Jimmy is not suffering with his foot, which he, they claim he's doing well, he's not having any issues, if his health is good, um, he's going to get them a run for their money. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. One thing about Jimmy, you know, he, he keeps you on your seat, on, on the end of your seat during the game. You know, his scrambling abilities are uh, questionable. Uh, he'll overthrow a wide-open player in a minute. And... Um, He's just Jimmy. He's good. He's consistent. He won't uh, He won't lose the game for you, but we'll have to see if he'll win the game. And having a target <laughs> like Devontae Adams, I don't know if that's going to be a lot of pressure. But then he did have Debo, uh, but we didn't expect a lot from Jimmy. We didn't expect right. down, down, you know, throwing the ball down the field and, and deep threat, whereas that is Devontae Adams strong point, the deep threat. So we'll see if Jimmy can rise to the to the occasion. Um well, and this and this and this one I'm definitely going I'm definitely going Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders and Bronco. Yeah. Ain't Lou? I thought we was going with just the best. So we took, we putting them in one, two, three, four. What are we doing? Uh, no, we weren't. Yet. Janelle took a page out of your book. She just did what she wanted to on that one right there. But it was uh, the I think you've been putting. A, you took a page out of my book too, because you've been. I think this and that. I'm saying, are we just doing number one or what? Number one is the Chiefs by far. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, I couldn't. I couldn't pick one. So that's why I was, you know, for for the AFC East, it's Bills and and it was uh, Josh Allen and Rogers. So. I, I couldn't pick one, so yeah, I, I took a page out of the book too. But uh, but I'm with you. It's it's Patrick Mahomes all day, every day, and I'm with Janelle too. Patrick Mahomes over everybody <laughs> until proven, you know, until someone knocks him off that pedestal. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's the man. Unfortunately. All right. So I tell you what. On that note, we're going to put a quick pin in it. We're going to jump to our last break, and then on the outside of that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. So don't move a muscle. All right. The ladies of sports. It's a triple threat in the house. Ain't Lou, Janelle, TJ. We'll be right back after the break. <laughs>
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you know what the clock on the wall says. It says that it is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. It is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? I love you so right now. I love you so right now. I love you so... Oh, sorry. Wrong. I'm sorry. I'm back. Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have some interesting NBA facts for you. Chris Paul is playing for Golden State. Do you think he will satisfy or frustrate? Jordan Poole landed with Detroit. With him, will the team be pleased or annoyed? Denver lost Bruce Brown and Jeff Green in free agency. Will this cause the Nuggets a deficiency? In free agency, the Heat lost Matt Russ and Gabe Vincent. And to the Lakers, Gabe went. Will Damian Lillard go to the Heat? Right now they're still waiting because nothing's concrete. The Clippers brought back Westbrook and Plumlee. And added K.J. Martin, a youth with athleticism and energy. The questions are, will Leonard and George be extended or has their careers ended? Expensive news. Jalen Brown agrees to five-year, $304 million Supermax extension, which is the richest deal in NBA history, just to mention. With Chris Stapp as their number three man, the Celtics will try to win the finals if they can. Because I know this is their ultimate plan. Hey, Luke. Uh. (laughs) I just had to make sure I didn't touch. You had to what? (laughs) I had to make sure. I had to make sure you were finished. I didn't want to cut you off. I didn't want to put Oh, you did that. You did that. Go right, ahead. Was, that was one of my favorite songs, TJ. I do love you, girl. I just was all in the back and doing my thing. I forgot where I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't I throw you off there, did I? <laughs> oh, I was on, on oh, my favorite. Yeah, it was, it was straight old school tonight. Those are my go-to songs. I, I can hear them. As soon as you hear the, the, the first, like, note, you're like, oh, I can, I can quiet, quiet. Okay. No. <laughs> Shout out to you, Rashad. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show, everybody. Thank you. All right, ladies, so let's go ahead and get back into this. Oh, let me see if my uh, studio goes out. battery going down. All right, so we have uh, one more that I want to go off. Best quarterback in this division, y'all, the AFC North. Oh, this is one I am cannot wait to watch. All right, y'all. So we got the Steelers, Kenny Pickett, the Browns, Deshaun Watson, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, and Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Who is the best quarterback in that division? Uh, that was a hard one right there because I would say Bur- 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 between Burrows and Jackson. Watson is good, too, though. Now, who was that, that fourth one? Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he's a rookie. Okay. But this is his second season. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I, I was looking at the talk. Just between the Burrow, Watson, and Jackson is enough yeah. to make you holler. But uh, 
<laughs> so I would just have to say because who went the furthest? Wasn't it? Didn't Burroughs? He went the furthest. That boy, he be pulling stuff out the bag. But then Lamar Jackson, he, you know, he just we don't know what he got planned for this year. So I'm gonna have to say uh, I'm gonna go on and go with the Ravens. I'll give Lamar Jackson, but but I'll say Jackson and Burroughs one A one B. Do your thing. Uh, like you tell me, uh, uh, just take a, 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 a note out of my 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 pay my what is it my story? Oh, Your playbook. Uh huh. That. <laughs> Janelle, what are your thoughts on the best quarterback in the AFC North? And y'all hit us up. Um. It's it's definitely a toss up between between Jackson and Burrow because both of them both of them bring a completely different dynamic to the game, but they get the job done. Both of them are fantastic, so I I I can't pick between the two. It's it's, it's I'm gonna do like Miss Lucinda. It's a one A and one B in this situation. Well, I wonder what the, I wonder what the listeners think. Uh, y'all hit us up on the timeline. Y'all can call us three four seven eight two six seven nine two four and give us your thoughts. Who is the best quarterback coming uh, out out of the AFC North? You know, ladies, I think sometimes we just don't want to admit what is right there in front of us. Sometimes I think the writing is just right there, but we just don't want to admit. We don't want to see it. We don't want to claim it. But talk to play if you want to. But Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Mark Jackson, don't take, don't get me wrong. He is exciting. He is electric. He is all that. But Joe Burrow is true. Joe Burrow has came in the league and took over. No questions asked. The boy has been in two AFC North uh, championships, went to the Super Bowl, and the man is on the field. Now, he did get hurt. What was that? His rookie season? So his rookie season was cut a little short. Uh, but when the ball needs to be, when it's, Two minutes, and you on the the Bengals are on the 93-yard line of the opposing team. The likelihood that Joe Burrow is going to get you in the end zone is what percentage? What would y'all say is the percentage? 92, oh, it's, it's going to be 100%. He's going to get you there. Okay. I, I was going to say 99 because anything can happen. I'm going to say 99%. Lamar Jackson, you get him on the 93 of the opposing teams, and you need seven to win because you're down by six. You have to wonder if Lamar going to turn the ball over. Is he going to get hit? Is he going to get attacked? Uh, I mean, you know, it's just a lot of questions with, with, with Lamar. I'm sorry. I'm not taking anything away from his talent. But if you give, if I have to have a quarterback with two minutes to go, and I'm down, my team is down by six. So give girl. me the girl. All day. Every day. Yeah. That's why I said 1A, 1B, Burrow, Jackson is there because he comes up with different things. You know, he make different plays and stuff. But consistency, yeah, it would be Burrow. Yeah. Like I said, I, I take nothing away from Lamar. Anytime the Ravens are on TV, oh, yes, it's must-see TV. I, I cannot take that from him. But if you're just asking me the best quarterback in the division, I'm rolling with Cool Joe. So cool, whatever, whatever, whatever they call it. <laughs> the borough is is the one. But y'all hit us 
Yo, yo, tell us what you think. What's up, Phil? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Make sure you share the show and follow me on TikTok. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just thought that was good. Yeah, those were pre- pretty much like the top three um, divisions that uh, there was really, like, could be competition. I think pretty much all the other ones are kind of self-explanatory. All right, yeah, so you didn't get an ASC South no love at all. No. You just dismissed them like they're non-existent. Well, look at the quarterbacks, Janelle. They just... Holla! Yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah. They wasn't worth discussing. I'm sorry. Shout out to the AFC South, though. Hopefully y'all will be uh, in contention. Do we even know who the quarterbacks are for the AFC South? Uh, Houston has... Houston got Houston has a rookie. He's a some new kid. Um, right. So I don't. I, I think it's yeah, Mill. That's his name. Um, yeah, his name is his name is Mill. I think that's his name. Um, as far no, as the kid, huh? Or was that the coach? The coaches they have Richardson. The coach. The coach has has a rookie. Um, a new boy too. Yeah, is it Richardson and Minshew? The Minchie. only I think the only the only uh, team that has somebody that was in that was actually uh, played uh, played last year is uh, the Jaguars, which that's Lawrence. So, so that's what I'm saying. After AFC South, that's a given. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback coming out of the AFC South. There's, there's no competition there. Oh, you C. just C. ain't even. That's it. CJ Stroud. He went to. Uh, you you're just not even trying to give Tannehill no love, huh? Tannehill's a titan. But then they had Lewis, Will, Le- Levis, uh, Levi's, Levis. I don't even know who these people are. Okay, for for the sake of being fair, who's the best quarterback, Brian Tannehill or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. But that's not the point. You just wasn't trying to give him no love. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You just dismissed them like a roast under your shoe or something. That was just like, whoa. I said, you know, ain't no sense playing around with it. If you're going to do it, do it expeditiously. And it wears a joke off. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that just wasn't, that wasn't worth debating. Okay. So let's, uh, some more NFL news here, y'all. Um, so the Cowboys, they uh, gave their cornerback, Trevon Diggs, an extension five years um, $97 million that can be worth up to 100 So they locked in their cornerback there. Um, the Panthers, they did sign their overall quarterback, uh, I'm sorry, the number one overall pick, quarterback Bryce Young, and they agreed to a four-year, $37.96 million fully guaranteed. Anybody else shocked about that, that the man got a fully guaranteed rookie contract? Must be desperate. Uh-uh. I'm wondering if this is this is going to be the new trend now that everybody is looking for fully guaranteed money and everybody can't get that because everybody's not worth it. Come on, and I thought we I thought we had already kind of scrapped this um, this type of of negotiating when we said that uh, rookies couldn't you know, get their first major contract till the fourth year. If you get the fifth-year option, then you can do an extension. But I thought that was the purpose of, of the 
that new rule that they did back in what 2010, 20, 20 last um, not just past negotiations, but the one before that. Yeah, fully guaranteed money for for somebody who hasn't even thrown a pass yet. Come on, Panthers! I, uh, there, there they go with that Cleveland Browns setting a precedent again. But um, we'll see. I mean, each its own. Each organization has the right to do what they want. But fully guaranteeing coming out a, a rookie contract, I, I just don't agree with that. Uh, let's see. For the Ravens, they signed running back free agent running back Melvin Gordon to a one-year deal uh, up to three point one million with incentives. Um, the Texans they um, signed their first-round pick offensive tackle Titus Howard. He got a three-year fifty-six million dollar deal. Um, little worried. Mm, I won't say worried, but um, wondering what's taking so long. Uh, for my 49ers. Uh, so good news, GM John Lynch, he says that quarterback Brock Purdy, um, he's been cleared without restriction for uh, returning to camp. So technically he's been cleared to return. He's healthy, so to speak, but they are putting him on a pitch count. So he will only be throwing, of course, so many reps um, in training camp, this upcoming training camp. But the good news is that it looks like he's, above, uh, ahead of schedule, because they were saying um, if he were ready for, you know, the start of the season, then he would be QB1. But, again, he's back for training camp, so that is awesome. My okay. question is, I got a do we need to about the, put him back? About so. the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I, I got a question about the 49ers. What's up with them uh, putting Bosa on reserve? What's, what's well, going on? Uh, we hadn't got to that part yet. That was I was I wanted to talk about the good news first. Can I can I save the bad news or the the troubling news for another one minute? Okay. Just give me a minute to talk about. She shut you down quickly. This girl. Well, I'm just saying I ain't ready to talk about that part yet. But I but I, you know I'm just, you know I'm just messing with you. But quick question though. So so ladies, what, what do you think though? Just because it's cleared, should we you know should we put Purdy, you know, or should we just put him on the shelf right now and let him let him sit for a couple of weeks? What do y'all think about that? I personally think that Purdy has on he has earned his place. You understand me? Get him to work. Put that boy back in business. Oh my goodness! Hey, Lou, what, what do you think about that? Purdy is so dirty. That boy needs to get back to playing so he won't get stiff in his joints. Uh, and they just need to get him out there and see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. As you know, with, with you recovering, you, you're going to need some practice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, only thing, I, I, again, I'm concerned about is getting him back in there too soon. You know, when a player gets injured, it's just like, oh, Lord, we just don't want it to be a chronic uh, injury. Uh but on the flip side of that, I really don't want to get Trey Lance in there and then he just knocks it out the park and then you have a question about, oh, no, are we playing, you know, Lance or Purdy? Um, but I think until Purdy can tell you he can't play, it's Purdy all day. I'm with you, Janelle. Purdy has earned the right to start, no questions asked. I don't care how good Lance is. I don't care how much we gave up to get him. Purdy has proven he can win. So I'm with you on that. All right, okay, I, I I prolonged it long enough. I don't know what's going on with Nick Bosa, Janelle. Um, the fact that 
He's not reporting to camp, they're saying, until he gets his contract worked out. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I don't think it's going to be a long, drawn-out drag, you know, deal. Uh, he is the reigning defensive player of the year. So, 49ers, what are you haggling over? Is it the years? Is it the guaranteed money? Whatever it is, give it to him. Give the man his money now. And I'm a, I'll be the first one to admit, when Bosa came, when we drafted him, I said I was going to have to wait, and, you know, he might be all this and all that. But I had my issues with his past, you know, some past texts, you know, things he said. But I told you last week on the, on the motivational moment, I am 51 now. I am, I am okay in admitting when I have been wrong or when I have been closed-minded or when I just need to get out, you know, just just think about things more clearly. And this is one of those things again. I will be owning a, a Nick Bosa jersey. I, I'm going to say it right now. I think I said I was never going to buy his paraphernalia. This is why you never say never, people. And, and, and as long as you're breathing, never say never. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, Janelle, did that answer your question? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting you to get on your soapbox, but it's okay. I, I understand. Because uh, I'm with you. They need to get that boy his money. That that boy is your defense. He is he is everything. Uh, I mm. need them to get it together. They he can't. They can't just let him slide out the door like that. That's yeah. Oh, you, you got to do now. something. Yeah, John Lynch playing on the defensive side of the ball. I know he knows how important. I, I'm not saying that uh, you know Shanahan doesn't, but I know they know how important that man is to the team. So Nick Bosa leaving, not not an option. No, not not never. I just said, don't say never, didn't I? Not never. Yes, you did. Yes, you <laughs> you did just say that. Nick Bosa will will not be leaving the Forty Nine ers. No, nah. Now, whether or not we have a, a situation like we did with Debo Samuel, now that's a different story. But, uh, but I, I don't, I don't see it lasting too much longer. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the length of the contract or if it's guaranteed money. Uh, but he, he is the reigning defensive player of the year. Let's get it together, y'all, because we need him in camp. And I don't care about the one year he missed with injury. I don't care. He's made up for that and then some. So, give the man his money. Uh, Ain't Lou any thoughts on no Nick Foster there? No, I'm going to leave that alone because you went around the country and across the nation, bro. You did it. That's going to be good. Yeah, and I got to come come up the block one more time. He's supposed to say he's set to make $17.9 million this year. Uh, this is in his fifth-year option of his rookie contract. But uh, I, I know he's looking to be paid uh, the highest for a defensive end. I'm sure that's what he's looking for, and he's earned every penny. And he deserves it. Yes, he he's earned every penny. That's that's one of the beauties of watching these old uh, rerun games from last season. I mean, just the impact that Nick Bosa had on every game. Uh, he did lead the league in sacks, but just the pressures that he put on. Um, I'd have to say nine out of the ten picks, uh, if there was a turnover, if there was an interception, it had something to do with Nick Bosa, whether it was the pressure up the middle, the pressure coming up the side. The man literally pushed the own, uh, his own offensive I should say the offensive player pushed him into the quarterback. This was in the Raiders game. That's how we won in overtime. He literally just knocked him down, Tony. Give the man his money. Go ahead. Just just give it to him. Okay. And see. 347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, ladies. So, uh, so yeah. So, hopefully it will be wrapped up pretty soon. Um, 
For the Titans, their safety, Kevin Byer, they agreed to terms on a restructured deal. Uh, it's worth up to $14 million. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills, Coach Tom McDermott said that wide receiver Stephon Diggs, he will participate in training camp. We know that they were having some issues there. And good news, uh, safety DeMar Hamlin, he has now been fully cleared to participate in training camp. So we will see him there. Uh, Janelle, for your Falcons, Coach Arthur Smith, he said the tight end Kyle Pitts, he was set to practice today, coming off of his knee injury. So uh, good news for that. Um, but Janelle, I wanted to ask, are you kind of concerned about Kyle Pitts? And his, uh, yeah, this his. Okay, now, the one thing that I will say, they did not utilize him last year because of uh, because of the new boy that we got. Okay, so he they were sharing, um, they were sharing time on the field, okay, mm-hmm. which I didn't agree with because Kyle Pitts is one that I felt um, his rookie year earned his spot on the team. That, that boy is a t- the tight end of tight ends. He was doing his thing. Okay. I'm concerned right now because, like today, I was watching some video. Um, I was watching some video of him out there practicing with that huge monstrosity of a knee brace that he had on, and I just feel like we're gonna be in another situation like we were with Julio Jones. It's gonna be injury after injury with him. I'm hoping that that's not gonna be the case. Um, but I, yeah, I am. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous with him. Mm. Yeah, because it seems like he's always on the IR report. Yeah. So he's a, a heck of a talent. He's and he's definitely a body out there that uh, you know Desmond Ritter can uh, can rely on. But we always say it: the best ability, availability. So uh, we'll have to see. And your newly acquired uh, defensive uh, end, Calais Campbell, he's been put on the NFL list. So. Yep. Yep. Um, not sure that's a good good sign either, but um, um, you know, you went, when you were talking about the Bills, um, you did not mention that um, Bob Miller, who's still with the Bills at the moment, yeah. um, is also having issues with his ACL too. Yes, I believe he was put on the PUP list. Yeah. Mhm. So not a good sign for Buffalo. Uh, you know, was... it, it makes me nervous when they have to go through training camp and they already. Because I can't think of who it is. There's one person, and I meant to ask you if you had heard about that, that's already out for the year um, oh, due yes. to the injury that they sustained um, in, at training camp. It's like, uh, this, is, this is tough. Um, actually, it's their running back, um, Naeem, Naeem uh, Hines. He's out for the season yes. to an yes. injury sustained with a jet ski. It fell, it, it, it flipped over and tore him or something like that. And if anybody, if that name sounds familiar, Naheem is the one that uh, the week after the DeMar Hamlin scare, uh, when the Buffalo Bills played the New England Patriots and the kickoff return for 101 yards at the top of the top of the game, that's Naheem. And he had two, um, two runbacks for a touchdown. Oh, hold on. He had two run. Uh, two kickoff return touchdowns in that game. And that's the reason that uh, Josh Allen got so sentimental because it had been three years and three months to the day they had scored off of a uh, kick return. And we know that DeMar Hamlin's number is three. So that's who's been injured. Um, They were expecting big things from him uh, in the special teams unit and, you know, backup running back as well this season. And now he is out for the season for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So, um, 
All right, ladies. Well, I want to make sure that we uh, wrap up on time tonight. So real quick, uh, one last story. Janelle, you're brave. They did the doggone thing. They lost to the Boston Red Sox, but they did the doggone thing with the first triple uh, triple play. Yes. I yes, wanted to ma'am. give you an opportunity to to talk about that. Hold on, let me get to it. I had it, but I, I had to go back up there. Um, so the Braves, they turned the triple play in the majors this season. It was during the third inning, um, but they, uh, they lost 7-1 to the Boston Red Sox, but it was last night. And uh, but it's the only it's only the second eight three five triple play in MLB history. Do you know the last time it happened? What year? Uh, I I want to say it was two thousand. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. You want to guess again? No, because you want to tell me. Okay, eighteen eighty four. Oh wow! How they know that goes back a long time. How they know? I don't know. But yes, eighteen eighty-four. This is the second time that an eight-three-five triple play had been done, and the Braves did that, and it was so sweet. <laughs> Shout out to the Braves, but they did lose. Yes, ma'am. Shout out to my Braves. They are. They are. I told you. They. I don't know what has gotten into them, but they have been doing so well. You know, um, they have spoiled us for many, many years. Um when Bobby was our coach, and we literally, every single year, were winning a division. Every year, every year, every year. And then all of a sudden, we fell off for a minute. But now we back. I'm talking about killing it. Like, I have never seen them playing like this. It is amazing to watch them. Yes. Yeah, that was good. That was good. For those who don't know, 835, that was um, the batter hit the ball. It was caught. Threw it to first, got the first baseman out because he was kind of stuck, and then first base threw it and got him out. Yeah. And on that note, ladies, that's the show. It's a wrap. So a lot of stuff that we didn't get to tonight, it'll just carry over to next week. That's what I love about stuff that uh, isn't time sensitive. All right, ladies, so it's time for uh, our shout-outs. But first, I want to say this. Um, our resident, Lucinda's Lyrics, she will be celebrating her birthday on the 30th, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Lou, Lucinda Taylor Robinson, a.k.a. Lucinda's Lyrics, happy birthday to you, that I can't sing. Thank you, TJ, thank you, <laughs> thank you, wow. America. And Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Chanel, you're up with your shout out. I just wanted to do that. Wow. That's wow. I know I can't say you oh. ain't gotta say like that. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that just because of you, because did you hear Miss Lucinda say thank you, America? I just I can't with y'all. The two of y'all together sometimes, I'm telling you, it is Hell. just a one-two punch that I don't be ready for. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Danelle, please stop. She didn't say thank you, America, did she? It's what, I was laughing. She said thank you, America. Yeah, oh, my God. So you can hear her. I thought I said thank you, Facebook. I might have said America because I was doing the, uh, you know, the the, the 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 wave with the uh, Miss America. I might have. You might. Uh, Janelle. Janelle. Hey, put it out there, Lou. You are talking. America. Lord, have mercy. Okay, I get it. Wow. Wow. It's okay. I just 
sometimes y'all knock the words out of my mouth. It just be so cute. I'm like, okay, I just don't understand what's happening, but I'm just along for the ride. I'm along for the ride. I don't know. Um, I want to. I know Miss Terry is gonna go back and listen to this, so I want to tell Miss Terry hello and tell her that she was so missed tonight, and tell her how much I love her and I, how much I appreciate her. Um, Miss Lucinda, um, I want you to have an absolutely fabulous day um, on your day. Please don't celebrate to the point where you get in trouble, but celebrate to the fullest. Um. <laughs> I have to give you. I have to give you. I, I, I have to give you instructions because if I tell you to celebrate uh, to to the utmost, it's no telling what could happen with you. I don't. I don't trust you like that. So I have to just just don't get in trouble. That's all I'm saying. Just don't get in trouble. Um, TJ, my love. I um, I, I hope that um. I, I hope you know how much I'm praying for you and how much you know. I hope you you know how much I love you. Um, I'm hoping that um, things can work out for you soon um, because I know you're going through it a little bit. But know that your 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 core people um, who know what you're going through I always have your back. And, and I'm definitely one of those people, and I'm definitely in your corner. And, Miss Denise, I know you're listening, too. I love you so much, and I appreciate all that you do for, for Tina because I, I honestly believe that without you having her back, that she would not be the woman that she is today. So I love you guys. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Janelle. And you are so right. So right. Thank you. I love you so much. Hey, Lou, birthday girl, July 30th. Yes, July 30th, I will be 63. Oh, I'm sorry, 36. Turn it around. You're not turning everything around. And so I will be in uh, uh, Cornville, Arizona. St. Lou is down there. I'll be at a resort. I don't even know the name of it. I, I know I got the name, but I just can't remember it right now. Anyway, I'll be there uh, in, celebrating and looking for houses and lands and, and stuff and stuff in Arizona. And um, I'm just excited because, you know, another year, another year. Uh, before I go into that, uh, I want to – August 1st will be Rose's, uh, my my baby sister, TJ's auntie, 50-something birthday. I don't know how old she's going to be, 50-something. <laughs> but happy birthday, TJ Rose. She'll say she's 25, but we know you got to turn that thing around. But uh, anyway, I just want to say happy birthday, dear Rose. Happy birthday. So she's she's coming up August 1st since we're not returning into August 2nd. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just excited about another year. And uh, it's gonna, I know it's going to be hot. It's going to be three digits out there. I just came back from Arizona on the 15th because my girlfriend turned 80, so I went down there to surprise her. And it, it had a wonderful time. But, you know, i got to get used to the heat if I'm going to live out there. Um, and I just want to say, uh, Miss Terry, I miss you so much. You were missed. Uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't say that you were missed. Uh, you know, it was a struggle tonight because I didn't hear your voice, but it's it's all good. Hopefully you'll be back next week. Um, um, Janelle, 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 she told me to be good. Girl, that's my middle name, Lucinda Good. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I can't well, let you let that lie come off your lips. No, you better know me, and so I'm just <laughs> taking you. 
I thank God for you. Uh, oh, Miss Terry, I love you too, Miss Terry. I love you, Janelle. I love you so much. I thank God for you. Just you just coming back. You, you're getting back to your regular self. I'm gonna give you a little bit more time, maybe uh, a few more months, you know, before I start just chopping on you. When football season come, I'm gonna be doing karate chop. Okay. But, um, I mean, take a team. I'm not scared. Oh, okay. We're going to work on that. I'll see what I can do by the time I get back here. Uh, but TJ uh, and TJ, I just want to say that I love you. The show was it was just wonderful tonight. Um, you you thank you for serenading me with happy birthday. You did a great job, awesome job. You have more skills than you realize. Okay. Uh, don't ever underestimate yourself. Okay. Um, uh, God is working on you and in you and through you, and it's just a matter of time before He just bless you with what you're supposed to have. Just, just hold on, baby God, hold on, hold on. And that's, I think, that's all that I have to say uh, tonight. But I did say uh, thank you, America and Facebook, and I did a, a, a wave that I was Miss America. I probably do that on the video on the day of my birthday. So, but it's all good. Oh Lord. That's a Taylor okay, trait. Oh, nobody said we we think everybody uh is go is, needs to know what we doing. I ain't mad that you, ain't Lou. I ain't mad at you. Ms. All right, Lucinda, I, I want to ask you, Miss uh, uh-huh. Lucinda, before we go, I want to ask you, please, 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 be careful in Arizona. That heat is outrageous out there right now. Um, a friend of mine had to be taken to the hospital because, uh, from heat stroke. So if you're going out there, please be careful and be safe. Oh, yeah, I'll be at the the pool. You can't even swim, girl. I'll be in somebody's pool. I'll be in the pool on the AC. You know, the queen is not going to be dehydrated. I'll be drinking a lot of water, too. So. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> All right, ladies. I love you. Have a wonderful birthday, Aunt Lou. You deserve it. I will. All right. We'll see y'all back, uh, God willing, next Wednesday. I love you, ladies. <laughs> I love you right back. Love you both. <laughs> Bye now. It's 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. That was the triple threat in the house. A. Lou, Janelle, TJ. All right, so let's see. Wednesday Wikipedia for July 26th. What happened in the world of sports? Uh, in 1998, three spectators were killed and six were injured by flying debris from a one-car crash at the U.S. 500 at Michigan Speedway. Um, they were the first fan deaths at a major race in the United States in more than a decade. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia for July 26th. Shout out to everybody who tuned into the show tonight. Thank you so much. Whether it was two minutes, two hours, uh, one hour, we thank you. We love you for the support. Please tell a friend and tell a friend. Please share the show, and please follow me on TikTok at LLSports2TJ. All right, so shout out to everybody. Thank you for those uh, on the timeline. Um, like, like I always say, thank you so much for the support. We love and appreciate you, all right? Shout out to, uh, let's see, the birthdays today. Sandra Bullock turns 59. Jason Statham turns 56. Kevin Spacey turns 64. Joe Jackson uh, of, yes, the uh, Mighty Mighty Jackson family. Um, he would have had a birthday today, but we lost him in 2018. Mick Jagger turns 80. What? And Corey Wise, um, yes, one of the Central Park Five, um, he turns 51 today, all right? 
Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Um, shout out to the Chop Shop, uh, Robert Hatter, Jim Hicks, and sometimes Chris Walker. Um, so I was doing some big things out there in Houston. So make sure you catch their show 12 to 2 p.m. Central Time. A happy belated birthday to my pastor, um, Pastor Emeritus Jasper Williams, Jr. Um, he celebrated his 80th birthday on July 22nd, and so that is the shirt I am representing tonight, one of his um, famous quotes, don't judge God by your circumstances, judge him by his word. Yes, yeah, so shout out to my pastor, uh, Jasper Williams, doing the thing, uh, Pastor of Thunder. God of Thunder. Um, happy birthday to my sister Chantel. She celebrated her birthday on Monday. Happy birthday to my uncle Larry. He is celebrating his birthday today. Uh, of course, a great big shout out once again to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength with Lucinda's lyrics. Shout out to Janelle rounding out the triple threat tonight. Yes, Terry, we missed you. Of course, we always miss you, but you know we um, you are always here in spirit. But again, happy happy birthday to my Aunt Lucinda. Um, she's celebrating her birthday on July 30th. That's Sunday on July 30th. All right, so happy birthday, Aunt Lou. I love you. Um, of course, a great big shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. A shout-out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, shout-out to my mom, Miss Denise Green. Everything you do for me for LL Sports, too. I love you. I adore you. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. That leaves us with time for only one more thing. That is TJ's Motivational Moment. Um, tonight it comes from um, my daily scripture. I just thought this was uh, just divine. Genesis 3.21. Yes, that's my birthday. The verse is, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. The inspiration. It's difficult to be a Christian parent in the world today. There are multiple temptations for our children when they use the Internet, turn on the television, view social media, or see casual advertisements at the store. Sins are downplayed. And over time, our little ones may become desensitized to the danger scriptures warns us to avoid. God shows us how to intervene when our children stumble. We must forgive, shower them with unconditional love, and clothe them with spiritual protection. And the prayer, dear Lord, please help us give unconditional love to our children when they stumble, just as you have given to us time and time again. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I just thought that was so apropos as well because speaking um, on last week, you know, just about um, how thankful I am for the parents that I had, um, or have, I'm sorry, I have, but growing up, you know, um, what they instilled in my brother and myself. Um, you know, you don't think about it till you get older, but, you know, having to be in church, you know, uh, revival, summertime uh, revival, spring uh, Bible school vacation, you know, Sunday from, you know, uh, 1 o'clock service, then you got to go to 3 o'clock service, and don't, you know, my parents were in the choir, so then we had to travel. So, um, but, you know, as you get older, um, and you know what the scripture says, Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way you have, in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I'm so thankful and so blessed and so grateful, um, like, again, just for the stewardship um, that my parents um, have provided me. You know, my father always making sure that we had the best in the best neighborhoods, um, you know, going to the best schools, um, you know, just making sure that he took care of his family the best way that he knew how, and that was by providing and making sure that we have the best. And just for my mom, just that unconditional, every time I hear it, the unconditional love, support. Um, you know, our children... 
they are the they are the future literally and the way that this world is again with the social media things that um are so much emphasis is put on and it's of no value you know having 10,000 followers or 5,000 likes um because you're taking your clothes off or because you're doing stupid stuff on the internet or you see people dying because they're getting all these injections, trying to make their body look a certain type of way, what is that really going to get you? That has nothing to do with your insights. That has nothing to do with your, your, uh, the morality, your ethics, um, what, what makes you who you are, how you treat people. Um, you know, so, you know, the children, uh, we have to embrace them, y'all. We have to, and they don't ask to be here. You know, so it is a parent's obligation to make sure that you raise your child up to be upstanding citizens. Um, to be people that uh, people want to be around, that people want to, to associate themselves with. I mean, that's your job as a parent. You know, you have to make sure that your child is going to be right to be out here in this world, to be dealing with other people. Um, so, again, you know, we have to make sure that we embrace our children, that we look out for them. Um, and, again, I'm just so grateful for the parents that, um, that I have and what they instilled in my brother and myself. And so I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time. Be good to others. Be good to yourselves. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.